this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The Jay Allen Show is streaming now on safetyfm.live. Well, hello and welcome to The Jay Allen Show. And I am very sure that at this particular moment, you were expecting me to say, welcome to Safety FM Mini because it's Friday. So yes, this is a little bit out of the ordinary, but we are doing a special episode today, Friday, February the 21st. And I thought that the information was so important that instead of actually doing a mini episode today, we were just going to jump in directly and have a conversation. And this is kind of like a double episode. And why do I say that? Because we're going to actually have two people on here. Demetra Johnson will actually be on here, also known as Safety D. If you've kind of been hanging out quite a bit on social media, she's a little bit of everywhere. She has a very extensive background in the safety space, and she is also the CEO of Pro Safety Alliance. So let's get into the conversation with Demetra Johnson here on The Jay Allen Show. So are, you, are you ready for some torture? torture (laughs) that's what that's what i always tell people i kind of want to forewarn them that way they know exactly what they're getting into well yeah um let's do it then (laughs) (laughs) so i I have to tell you i've seen you everywhere online so of course i was intrigued by what you have going on and it seems like you're doing a little bit of everything which that's kind of a fun aspect to be in so how did the whole thing start Mm -hmm. for you how did you how did you start going down this path of that you were interested in, I guess, environmental health and safety. Yeah, actually, it, it happened really by by fluke or by chance. Um, probably as most safety professionals um, have a similar story. But after I graduated with my undergrad um, in anthropology, I thought I was going to be an archaeologist and travel the world, and you know that just didn't come to fruition. So I had spent several summers um, working sort of an environmental type jobs, um, noxious weed inventory, you know, a lot of, um, sage grouse inventory, um, did some work with the Armagosa toads. Um, so I kind of had that environmental as a background. I sent my resume out, you know, hundreds of resumes out at the time. And I got a hit from, um, a mining company that was just starting back up and they were looking for an entry level environmental health and safety technician. So I went to interview and I just really kind of fell in love with mining and the whole aspect of health and safety and environmental. Um, spent quite a bit of my initial um, few months strictly in environmental, and I got the opportunity. Um, I always saw the health and safety folks, you know, doing fun training and being out in the field and, you know, really that aspect of it, I, I, I really love. So at that point, I had an opportunity to kind of make a transition into full-time health and safety and, yeah, just really kind of kind of climbed the ladder ever since but yeah that's how i got that's how i got started so mining is the first area you decided to go into yeah it just so happens that, that <laughs> that's not that's, that's, that's not normally that's yeah. normally not the approach that most people take it's not and, and i mean it's very interesting work that they do but that's not something that i normally go oh it's the cleanest environment that's what i want to jump into especially coming from anthropology so i find it interesting that that was yeah. the approach that you took yeah, yeah. It was very interesting. You know, I, I, I had no plans to be a minor. Um, even the, you know, the health and safety path, I, I didn't really even know was um, a, really a career option at that time. So I guess that's why now I'm just so passionate about, about you know, mining, but also other industries as well, because safety is just so widespread, you know, mm-hmm. you can literally work in any, in any industry. So now kind of, um, you know, 12, 13 years later, 
really getting the message out to the younger folks who are, who are going through school. So, um, yeah, they really see it as a really great career option. So at what point do you get the mar- the moniker of safe D when you're out and out and yeah. about, does somebody come up with it? Is this something you start using or how does it happen? I, yeah. So I have a, a fairly unique name and some folks have trouble saying it um, or pronouncing it or are just, you know, maybe scared to say it, you know, it's more than one syllable. So folks um, maybe just have, have trouble remembering my name. So um, I used to go by D quite a bit. Um, when I was growing up and it just kind of came to me actually just, I don't know, maybe about six months ago or so I was like, Hmm, safety D safe D. Well, <laughs> so and, and I'm going to tell you, I was not even going to take a stab at your first name because I knew I was going to butcher it. So yeah. I was like, I'll just wait till this yeah. comes up. Yeah. Demetra. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm terrible at reading people's names period. Yeah. So I just, you know, yeah. I, I butcher them as we move forward. So I I see that you kind of did a lot of movement. And then of course you're doing the mining thing. You did it for, a, you know, a period of time. But at that point, it seems like you move forward and you, you've been doing the independent consulting and so on, but you decide that, Hey, it's time for me to kind of take the, we'll say the big chair. And I'm going to take every C-level position that's available because I'm starting my company. So what led you to go down yeah, that path? Exactly. Yeah. So, um, again, um, I was at the same mine, you know, for about 12 years and they were really kind of starting to ramp down. Um, and I knew I needed something in my back pocket and I really didn't quite know what that next move for my career was going to be. Um, so I formed my LLC about a year and a half ago, just kind of keeping it in my back pocket, kind of as a backup plan, knowing that eventually I really just wanted to work for myself full time. Um, so I had, another couple of, of opportunities kind of in between, but really kind of the, the turning point for me was when I decided that I wanted to go back to school and get my doctorate. And I knew I needed a little bit more time and flexibility. And I was just traveling like crazy with my previous job, um, in the safety director role, just traveling like crazy. And I knew I couldn't manage both. So I had got a call from some independent consulting companies for, um, a, a job in mining. And I said, okay, now's the time I can do this. So here I am. <laughs> so you're actually doing your doctorate now at the same time too, that you just recently started your, your company a year and a half ago, as you were saying your, your doctorate from what I can find is an education. So why did you decide to go down it that is an path? Education. Yes. So one, one, one area that I've, that I've always really loved is the training aspect in the industry. And I've seen, and I've done my best to really make it meaningful, impactful. And I've taken some adult learning theory courses, but really getting industry kind of um, together and, and really making that transition from just safety training to really safety education um, really was, was just a struggle kind of throughout my, my entire career. So when I, I knew I always wanted to get a doctorate and of course I considered a doctorate in safety, uh, but I really wanted to learn more about the educational aspect and I really want to change the way, um, training is done in the industry, but not only how it's done, but I really want to work with trainers and really kind of get everybody to that next that next level where we're not just, you know, teaching the subject and we have great subject matter experts who are able to, you know, pass off, um, information, but 
really getting into the theory of how adults learn and just ensuring that that's incorporated and that we're doing the follow-up and the assessments and we're ensuring retention. We're not just checking a box for a regulatory requirement. So do you see a lot of flaws? So, <laughs> so do you see a lot of flaws in the industry now as you're going out and about from different places? And I'm not asking you to name anywhere because that would, I don't think that would be fair. But are you seeing flaws no, as you're going as you're going around? Yes, I wouldn't call it flaws. I for me, I'm 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 just a huge advocate of continual improvement, and training seems to be one of the areas after after an incident happens that we tend to kind of throw throw training out as being you know a potential issue. Well, let's let's retrain, let's retrain. Well, if the training isn't effective the first time, maybe we need to look at at, at some of the reasons why. So I know I know at least the, the industry trainers that I've worked with, they're not they're not. Um, they're not trained on adult learning theory. Um, so uh, oh, oh, the next time you walk into a room that yeah. there's a trainer at, you're, you're probably going to have some problems. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They're going to be like, hey, are you going to say anything else about me? This is The Jay Allen Show. I've mentioned it before, but I am not the greatest at getting to places early, especially when traveling and getting to the airport early enough to avoid the I might miss the flight anxiety. That's why I'm excited about our newest sponsor here. And that's clear. Never run late again to a gate. Clear helps you get through security with the tap of a finger so you can get to your gate faster and reduce the pre-flight stress. Start getting through security in a tap. Clear replaces the need of a physical ID using eyes and fingertips to get you through security because you're the best ID out there. Create your own account online before you go to the airport. And once you get to the airport, a clear ambassador helps you finish the process. Then you can start using clear immediately. Clear helps you get through the security faster in 65 plus airports and stadiums across the country with more being added daily. If you are traveling with your family, up to three family members can be added at a discounted rate and kids under 18 are free when traveling with a Clear member. I'll tell you, I've been using Clear for years, even before they actually became a sponsor of the show. Clear is an absolute best way to get through the airport security. It works great with pre-check too. Right now, listeners of the Jay Allen Show can get their first two months of Clear for free. Go to clearme.com forward slash safety and use code safety. That's clearme.com, C-L-E-A-R-M-E.com forward slash safety and use code safety for your free two months of clear. Make sure you tell them that Jay Allen sent you. Have you learned about a human and organizational performance and you wanted more? Well, now is your chance. Fisher Improvement Technologies is conducting an advanced HOP practitioner workshop. Now is your opportunity to learn these advanced hop techniques in this two-day workshop that is designed to give leaders the ability to understand and manage integrations of advanced error reduction in organizations, also known as ARO. Participants are provided with multiple experiential learning opportunities to ensure they can use the information in their day-to-day interaction. For more information, go to AeroHP.com. That is A-E-R-O-H-P. Dot com and click on the link that says open enrollment. And we are back on the Jay Allen show on safety FM. I mean, I'm just saying, and, and, and I think that there's a learning curve. So I'm going to kind of jump in here. I think there is a learning curve that still needs to be kind of standardized throughout different organizations. 
And I say that from the standpoint that it's exactly what you're saying. We don't teach people how, how adults learn. We still kind of use the child mentality on training. And I think that's where some of, and I'll use the word flaw because I know that you didn't want to use it that way, where I see some of the flaws in the industry. So as I see, as I see with your stuff, how did you decide on Waco, Texas out of all places on the planet? Yeah, I, I researched a lot of schools um, who are offering a doctor in education. Um, obviously, I, I needed to be able to have an online an online program. I wanted a reputable, um, accredited college. Um, I'm from Texas originally, so I don't know if that has has um, has anything to do with it. But in in all my research, I just found that Baylor had the best program, and they they have just started up. Um, I'm actually in the second cohort, um, so they've actually just started this platform for this online doctorate of education. Oh, very nice. So when you say that you're from Texas, do you have any ties into Waco in particular? No, I don't. I don't. No. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because then, of course, you know, you're going to get the, the questions of, are you part of the people that do the house flipping show and all that other fun stuff that normally comes out? So that's why I ask. So as you're seeing all these different things in the industry, and of course, I'm sure that when you talk to people, it's automatically you're an overnight success because you're everywhere on LinkedIn, social media in particular. What do you tell them? What do you tell them that's been your key to make it to where you're at currently? Yeah, and I still feel like I'm learning so much. Um, yeah, for me, it was just about the consistency and actually really just looking at the other safety professionals who have such a presence, but are also, you know, not just trying to make a name for themselves, but really just, you know, spreading information and really just um, um, influencing. Um, so I, I had several people, you know, that I looked up to um, through LinkedIn um, that hopefully I'll get to meet one day um, that, I, that I was just so inspired by. And I said, well, you know, if, if, if I can, you know, really learn from these folks and see what they're doing and, you know, try to emulate and be more a greater safety professional I mean, just connecting with, you know, people in the industry and really passing it forward, if they can do it, then I can do it too. So it just kind of, started slowly but surely and then yeah just with the feedback and you know people just you know emailing me or or sending me a message and just hey thank you for that message today you know it 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 really helped me out or um also kind of wanting to grow my business as well it's just a really great it's a really great platform and been able to connect with a lot of great people including yourself Dr. Alex. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, I see that you have, you kind of have a lot in that answer there. So who are the people that you kind of influenced you that you would like to meet that you haven't met yet? The only reason I say this is because this is the perfect opportunity to mention it. And let's see what we can get worked out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so Abby Ferry, of course, um, haven't been able to meet her yet, but she, she was one of the first influencers online that, that I found. Um, and and Joe Pena, um, I know she's local to Phoenix. I've reached out to her a couple of times. She's not she's not too far away. So yeah, I know our path will cross eventually. Um, there's um, the um, the Safety Justice League. What those folks are doing with that platform is awesome. Um, yeah. So Jason and but um, you, but but you did a guest spot with the Jason, the Safety Justice yeah, League yeah, a few yeah. weeks back. I did. Yeah. So how did that work? So but you don't know them. But how did you, how did that how did that work out? So yeah, they contacted you, you contacted them? Yeah, they reached out to me and asked if I would do like a guest spot. And I see that, you know, they're, they're kind of putting in guests, um, I guess, a different week. So I think, I think that's great. Yeah, I just, I just love what they're doing with that. It's awesome. So 
Oh, cool. So they, so they contact you, and but you've only, I guess, had conversations with the with Abby and Nate and so on. Is that so? Just not having met them in person, then? Yeah, I just haven't met them in person. Yeah, just all all okay. online. And, but it, but it's amazing yeah, how, how how people can can come together and you know w- without actually meeting in person through the platform. Oh, so. I'll. I'll t- I'll yeah. tell you, it's, it's interesting on how that LinkedIn platform works, because I will tell you that the majority of the interviews that we do here, and I can tell you the other the other hosts that we have, the majority come through LinkedIn. It's on very rare occasions where we're actually doing a face-to-face. Yeah. Um, it does happen at, at conferences, but it's very rare because most of them come through LinkedIn or they actually come onto our platform where they're actually requesting to come on. So I always find it interesting on how LinkedIn works. And the interesting part as of late is that it seems like LinkedIn has become what Facebook was back in like 2011, where it's just, it's just so much content that's on there. It used to be where people were just mostly posting to, to find a job, but now it's like content and I can go there and I can see what you're doing and the work that you're going out there and, you know, putting forward. So I always find it interesting on how that works. And it really has brought a lot of people together. Um, a few weeks back, we actually had the, the SJL or safety justice league on, and they had said that this was the first time that they were having a conversation as a group over the phone via interview. And I was like, that's so weird that people think that they're so quite so tight niche, but they really don't get to know each other. So here's what I'm going Here's what I would like to ask you. So when you're doing all your social media stuff, which like I said, is everywhere on, on LinkedIn, but do people reach out to you and all of a sudden automatically think that you know them because they know you so well based on your postings? Um, I wouldn't say know me so well. I've, I've attended a couple of conferences and trainings here lately and people will say, Oh, Hey D, Hey, you know, safety. I'm like, Oh, hi, how's it going? You know? Um, and then, yeah. Oh yeah. I, I follow you on LinkedIn. Oh, awesome. Yeah. You know, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure we're connected and yeah, we just kind of start up a conversation. So, um, yeah, there's been a little bit of that, um, which is kind of cool. And I, and I see that you do quite, you know, quite a few posts. And as I look at it with the posts that you do and how you're actually putting all your information out there, do you feel at some point that people know probably a little bit too much about you or how do you look at it? Oh. I'm always kind of like, I'm always shy about what do you put? What do you not? I mean, and I can see that you're tied into so many different companies and I can like something as like this week, you were posting that you were doing some trainings that you're actually being trained at an organization, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, and you're putting that information out there. So how does, how does that work for you? Yeah, it worked great. Um, so yeah, part of, part of the taproot training that, um, that I'm going through in order to become an independent consultant trainer for them. Um, yeah, I think, I, I think whatever platform that, that you're utilizing, especially, you know, a great root cause analysis training, like, like taproot, which we would be talking about anyway, you know, who's, who's using what and which, which methodology is, is better or, or may work better for your industry. I think, that in general is just great to talk about you know it's going to bring a little bit of recognition to you know to that brand and then also you know to me as I'm as I'm trying to grow that side of my business which you know is is one component to um, some of the services that I'll be able to offer in the future. This is the Jay Allen Show. Are you you tired of actually going to a safety event and it's extremely boring? Well, let's go ahead and change that moving forward. Reach out to our team here at Safety Focus Moment and let us make your next event extraordinary. 
We can provide you anything from guest speakers to full-blown workshops. To find out more information, go to safetyfocusmoment.com. That's safetyfocusmoment.com. And don't forget to tell them that you heard it here on Safety FM. And we are back on the Jay Allen Show on Safety FM. So right now, St. for instance, if you want to really be in contact with people and or let's kind of go with the reverse cycle, you want to contact people, let them know what you're doing and people want to know more information about you. How would they go about finding you? Yeah, right now. Um, yeah, it's probably strictly through LinkedIn is the best. I don't have my website up and running yet, but I do have my email also on my LinkedIn. So some folks have reached out that way as well. So email at prosafealliance.com is another good way to reach me. And yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to chat chat with anybody who has some, who has you know ideas and wants to influence safety or be part of this platform together. And really, just yeah, it's just really amazing what's going on right now with LinkedIn and all the activity and you know the hub and the inspiration of the safety professionals all all coming together right now. So it's just it's really it's really awesome to be a part of. Well, safety as you as you have deemed it, I appreciate you coming on to the show. Yeah, thank you um, for giving all of us safety probes this this platform. We appreciate it. <laughs> oh, thank you. So right now, I'm going to have Joshua come on from Alliance for Central Florida Safety. And he wants to talk to you about something that they have coming up in the Central Florida area known as Safety Day 2020. And I normally know that we don't do a lot of regional events, at least we don't talk about them here. But I wanted to make sure that we did give them time to talk about it here on the Jay Allen Show. I also want to be extremely clear as he does have the conversation about what they are offering at Safety Day 2020. I will not be speaking at Safety Day 2020. Just in case, I don't want there to be any confusion. So here's Joshua. Well, Safety Day 2020 is on March 25th, and it's at the Rosen Plaza, which is 9700 International Drive in Orlando, Florida. Uh, the event is from 8.30 in the morning to 4.30 uh, p.m. And this year, we are covering a group of dynamic speakers and presenters that are focused on psychological wellness and mental health wellness which is a pretty tough topic for, for us to cover, but it's going to be exciting and, and remarkable. So we're actually going to start the day with um, our first topic, which is operational and financial buy-in. And we've got a great contractor that has a, a pretty amazing story to tell about um, how they have turned their safety culture around and went from you know room, room for improvement in many areas to safety excellence. Uh, so that's, that's going to be the way we're going to kick off the meeting. Um, and then we've got a, a great speaker, um, uh, actually a group of speakers that are going to talk about trash talk, risking engagement, which is how the, the city of Orlando has used its waste management group to turn around the safety culture within that group. Uh, pretty dynamic and, and amazing conversation. Um, next, we're going to have a, a great speaker that, that's going to talk about understanding risk and how that impacts uh, not only cultures, but uh, the psychological aspect of that. Um, and then we're going to have um, topic number four, which is going to be the courage to speak up, which is a, a panel speaker, uh, a group of panel speakers. They're going to talk about um, psychological awareness and how to tell if 
somebody you work with or somebody who might be on your job site uh, could be having a really bad day and might need some intervention, might need some immediate help. Um, not only going to talk about some of the signs and symptoms of that, but how you can also help those people. And then uh, as a topic number five, we're going to talk about psychological empowerment. Uh, great group of speakers there. They're going to talk about mental wellness. We're going to go really deep and take a deep dive into that. Um, not only talk about mental wellness, but we're also going to talk about all of the available um, support systems out there for mental wellness that people may not be aware of, which is excellent. And then we're going to end the day um, with a Florida Department of Health certification, you are the help until help arrives. So not only during safety day are you going to get to get, hear a bunch of dynamic speakers, but you're going to get the opportunity to get certified as well. Um, on top of all of these great things that are going to be happening on Safety Day, we have an amazing group of vendors. And uh, this group of, of vendors has been with us for, for many years and are the lifeblood of our entire event. They do a great job of bringing a lot of great safety products, some, some new age things, um, and things that interest every single person at Safety Day. Um, and this year, we're going to have upwards of 60 vendors. So that's a, a pretty amazing stat. Um, now, when we start talking about the cost of safety day, um, it's definitely the most, as a, as a CSP myself, it's the most cost-effective CEUs that, that I know of. Um, right now, if you register for safety day 2020, the cost is $30. And that includes free parking at the Rosen. That includes a free lunch. That includes the certification all the speakers, all the vendors, and all the networking. Um, and if you register after um, March the 21st or at the door, it will be $50. So some amazing um, opportunities to network and learn every single day that you're there. Now, if they wanted to get more information, is there a website they can go to? Absolutely. So you can go to www.acfs.org. And again, that's www.acfs.org acfs.org and this brings another episode of the jay allen show to an end thank you for making the time to take a listen to this special episode today and i know it's kind of the out of the ordinary because it's friday we'll be back with another episode in no time for more information about the broadcast and the podcast the radio station, and the video casting. Go to safetyfm.com. And we're available on all different platforms of social media. Thank you for being the best part of the show, the listener. Goodbye for now. The more you listen, the more we get into your head. Safety, Safety. FM. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.